0: Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of the Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. How are y'all Doing out there, y'all are crazy. We have some really amazing, crazy. I like a little crazy. Y'all know I'm crazy. Uh, we have some awesome listeners to our show. Listen, I've been out and about, about at some women's ministry events this weekend, and I I got to meet a lot of you guys, and it was so fun. P.S. We have the most beautiful listenership I have ever seen. These women are coming up to me saying they're listening, and I'm like, man, give me a how do you. Get your hair like that. Like it was unbelievable uh, this weekend. So let me just start off right out of the gate saying I love you. Our entire Autumn Miles team loves you guys. We pray for you guys. And um, it's it's just an honor to meet you and to see you um kind of out in the field and out in the community and stuff like that. Thank you for listening. Our statement here. This is this is what we're going for at the Automile Show: bold truth. Listen our world needs bold truth and we actually record two weeks in advance so the show that we have today won't won't actually play for two weeks um, but we just had Las Vegas the Las Vegas shooting happen and I just I feel like we cannot record without saying something about that um, completely horrific and let me just say even in two weeks um, my team and my staff will be praying uh, for the victims of Las Vegas and their families that was such an incredible tragedy but it really brings to life Our world needs Jesus, you guys. Our world needs you to step out in the world and to be a light for the gospel. So we're about bold truth. We're also about raw faith, not packaged faith, not not religion. We are about you stepping out when you don't know what is on the other side of the step other than God has told you to do it. We, We are about you doing that. and We want to fuel that and we want to fan that and we want to tell you that God is going to support Support your step of faith, he has done it in my life uh, like a bajillion times. Uh, so that is how we're going to start off our show today. I I want to just quickly quickly get to our guest. Um, for King and Country, and I know you're in your cars right now, just cheering like ah, for King and Country. I'm such a f-. we got people fangirling. I just know you're at Chipotle in the line, freaking out. Yes, we have uh, Luke Smallbone. He is our um, guest today. Um, and, and, of course, a part of the band for King and Country. We are going to talk to them. Listen, stay tuned until the end, you guys. Um, they have a lot of stuff coming up. They're coming to the state. Wait, how do I say this? <laughs> the s- Texas. I oh, my gosh. State Fair of Texas here in a couple of weeks. And uh, apparently there's an official way of saying that. And I didn't even know. And here I'm a Dallas resident. And Luke was like, hey, you're sa- you're totally saying it wrong. Uh, no, he wasn't. <laughs> (laughs) He was sweet. Anyway, uh, let me just welcome to our show, Luke Smallbone. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing good. Thank you for uh, taking the time to chat with me. And, and you don't have much uh, energy, uh, do you?
0: <laughs> I'm psycho, okay? That's just kind of the way it <laughs> goes. I'm just going to or, be... or you just
1: drink, or you just drink like 10 cups of coffee a day, and you start within the first <laughs> hour, and you start with five.
0: I, okay, oh. so I probably, are you a coffee fan, Luke? Are you a coffee I'm fan? I'm
1: a big coffee fan. Yeah, we actually roast coffee on my, we have a little farm outside of Nashville, and my father-in-law roasts coffee on our property.
0: What? Yes, yeah,
1: it's so cool. He has a little roasting uh, business. And so we're pretty big in on the coffee.
0: Okay. So do you wake up for coffee? Like, are you okay? So let me ask you this. Sometimes do you go to sleep and just get excited that you're going to have coffee in the morning?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, there's times at eight o'clock at night, I'm having coffee and I'm like, you know what? This might not end well. There might be consequences here. And I literally <laughs> think to myself, I don't care what those consequences are. I just That's want right. coffee you right do, now. If I'm awake at anyway. 2 a.m. in the morning, it is what it is.
0: Uh, you yeah. do it anyway. Coffee is worth it. You know, it's worth it, it. worth it. I'm telling you, I'll wake up at like 5, and I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. I have four kids, Luke, so that might be a little bit of my craziness.
1: Yeah, um, we got three as well, so we feel you. We so feel ya. So
0: you're probably halfway crazy yourself. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, my my wife and I, you know, so we have a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and we have a 10-week-old little baby. You have a 10-week-old baby. And, yeah, and he's honestly our easiest baby. And he has been, and he is not to blame for, necessarily, anyway, for, for the tiredness of <laughs> I, I was like, honey, he sleeps so well, and he's doing so good. I said, I I'm still so freaking exhausted. <laughs> like, Luke. Like, we've
0: got another 15 years of that. Oh man, yeah, and you do. I have 11, uh, 11 year old, nine year old, and we actually adopted two babies nine weeks apart, Luke. Nine weeks apart, so you got
1: twins basically on your hands.
0: I mean, in the adoption community, they call them artificial twins. And so, I'll like when our son, which we got on February 20th, was born. He was about, he was getting ready to sleep through the night, and then we adopted our little girl April 25th. And so we were like, okay, we're getting there, we're getting there, and then boom, another newborn that was up every 10 minutes, as far as I'm concerned. There but you like, go, there you go. The anyway.
1: The life that we lead, the well, that we leave, the I, love.
0: That's you right. I mean? And I would do it, I mean, I, I probably wouldn't have any more kids, but <laughs> I would I would definitely do it all over again for these four. But anyway, coffee, super important. And yes, Luke, um, I drink so much of it; it's ridiculous. Probably illegal. Um, so, for King and Country is pretty amazing. I'll just say that for you, okay? Um, I've been. I, I have. I have definitely. Uh, even though I I have heard of y'all, I've heard your music. I've 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 kind of know what I thought I knew about you. You guys do so much. And it is so clear um, that God's hand is on your ministry, your band, what you guys do. Um, I want to just start off for a second because I know we have a lot of people that want to hear. How did y'all start? And where did where did just kind of the idea of, hey, listen, we need to start a band that reaches the world come from?
1: Well, we are originally from Australia. Uh, hopefully, you guys can uh, still tell. But my, my brother, Joel, and I were originally born in Australia, and our dad was actually a comfort promoter in Australia. And on one particular tour that he brought back there, the tour didn't go very well at all. And we actually lost everything that oh, we wow. had. Uh, we lost the house, we lost the car. We were looking for uh, a fresh beginning, and a new start career wise, a new start for uh, his family. And so he got a job offer in Nashville, Tennessee. And so he thought it would be a good idea to move his six kids Whoa. and his wife who was six months pregnant at the time. <laughs> uh, and that's, and that's what we did. We, we came over here, but about two months after we arrived, my dad actually lost that job. So we're stranded on the other side of the world, no friends, no family, uh, no job. We were sleeping on beds made out of clothes and we didn't really know a way forward. And so we didn't know what else to do other than just gather around in the family mm. and just pray for these things and say, I, Hey, you know, we're here. We don't really know why. Uh, but we're here, and uh, would you provide for us? And we just got to see God do amazing things. We had people come and, and, and dump you know, two box truck full, two box truck full of of, uh, of furniture, and they furnished our entire house.
0: Oh my uh, we goodness! Still
1: to this day, don't know who paid for my little <laughs> sister to be born in a hospital.
0: Oh my goodness! Uh, we
1: had a um, we had a family. The first day they met us, give us a brand new car. <laughs> we just had crazy things take place, and so out of that, wow. my older sister. She was uh, had started singing she uh her name is rebecca saint james
0: which and i'm so a huge we fan of let's just let's just pause and say how i mean I'll fan girl on her all day long i grew up to her music that's she's incredible
1: there you go <laughs> so we grew up uh out on the road with our sister rebecca and so i was a spotlight operator at about the age of 10 i started <laughs> running all the lights at about 13 14 and uh my uh, my brother Joel was a stage manager, and so we grew up on the road. And mm. so at about uh, about a year after I graduated high school, uh, Joel came to me and said, Hey, man, what do you think about maybe uh, starting a band and, and writing some songs and just seeing where everything goes? And, uh, and so that's what we did. That was about uh, 12 years ago now, which is uh, insane. Mm. And that's kind of how our journey into music began.
0: Hmm. Well, it's incredible. I'm so grateful that you did that, which, you know, of course, a lot of people are. <clears throat> I, you, you, you've had a lot of big hits. Y- y'all have really it's very, very clear that um, God's hand is just has just anointed you guys to do what you do. Um, I want to know a little bit about the song. Oh, God, forgive us. Um, it's a very, very powerful song. But can you can you tell us a little bit behind that your heart on that song?
1: Yeah, well we actually uh, that came on our, our came out on our last album, which that album came out three years ago. And there was always something that was really special about that song. And so we thought to ourselves, Well what if this was to be the last song we, we released from the album? We've been closing all of our shows, like we literally finished all of our concerts with that song. Been, well what if that was the close close to the album as well? Like it was the last song people had on the radio. And so um, we thought, you know what, it's been a, been a, it's been a minute since we wrote it and recorded it, so let's go back and let's redo all the production. And so we go back and we, we redo all the production, and uh, it got to a point where we were like, no, this is not just a good idea. We need to, like, we must do this. We feel convicted because of the message behind the song that we need to release this song. Mm. And so we, we invited a buddy of ours, KB, to do a little spoken word piece on it, and uh I look around at today, everything that's going on. You mentioned uh, at the beginning of this, I uh, lots took place in Vegas. You look at the hurricanes, you look at all these different things. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very interesting, it's very easy for mm-hmm. us to doubt as Christians, as people, to sit back and go, Man, God, what is, what is going on here? Like, mm-hmm. why, why are these things happening to us? And in a roundabout way, we need to ask God for forgiveness mm-hmm. for that thought, because He's always been faithful in my life, and He's yeah. always been faithful through time. But yet it's very easy for us to get distracted by the day in and the day out. And So this song, we didn't know all these things were going to be taking place mm. uh, when, we, when we released it. But now it has become very, very evident. It's the reason why we felt that on our spirit. Hey, we need to release this song because I'm telling you, if revival is to take place in America, if revival is to take place in the world, it starts with forgiveness. Mm. And that's why we feel like it's so important for us to have this song out right now.
0: Mm-hmm. and it 's so incredibly powerful, you know it was very prophetic' <laughs> the lord saying, he knew what was going to take place, which is why he clearly um placed that on your heart but is, isn 't that the truth isn 't that it starts with forgiveness, it starts with us getting down on our knees, and man, we need revival right now, more. Uh, more than ever uh, in our country. I mean, just scrolling through like social media and stuff like that, you know, people really truly do hate people over things yeah. that they shouldn't. And uh, yeah. man, we we have forgotten. I, I really, I I actually was talking about this this morning. You know, we kind of have made our own opinions our God. And um, even as Christians, we've made our own opinions, our God, and we've forgotten that God is God and the gospel of Jesus Christ is what changes the world, not our opinion. So, wow. Um, that's amazing. Th- that, that's amazing. Thank you uh, for, for telling this. Now, I, now I, just for, we're time locked, so I'm trying to get to everything you guys do. Um, <laughs> so the movie Priceless. Yeah, What? <laughs> that is was so incredibly powerful. So and I mean, it impacted a ton of people. Talk to me about where that concept came from and how y'all got involved. And, and, um, and yeah. if you wanted to share the plot of it for those that haven't seen it, that would be great as well.
1: Well, so we um, when Joel and I first started music, uh, we were out actually touring with our sister. And uh, she was playing a bunch of women's conferences. And we were like the token two dudes at these <laughs> women's conferences. And and it was kind of like, man, this isn't maybe, like, it's great and all, but, like, this isn't maybe where we thought our career was going to go. But, like, here we are, like, that was the first <laughs> thing that we did. And we played not just a few, like, we played a bunch of these women's conferences. And so at first, we were kind of, like, somewhat reluctant. You know, we would just get up there, sing our songs, and kind of get off stage. And our mother actually came to us and she said, look, I mean, you guys are the only two dudes here. I actually think you have a real opportunity to say something, not just come and go, not just do your part and leave, but actually, like, if you could, like, what would you say to women? From a guy's vantage point, what would you say to women today? And it was like, oh, wow, that's actually a really good point. What a smart mom. What a smart mother. (laughs) I just goes through this moment, like, let's actually, you know, let's do something with this. And so Mm -hmm. what came out of that was this, this thing that we call the priceless movement, which we say to women, hey, culture says for women to talk, dress, and act like they're cheap. Mm. but We believe that there's a God who says it's your priceless. And then oh. we also, uh, when, when we started doing shows for men again, we said to men, hey, guys, it, it's time for us to stand up and, 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 and be leaders in our relationship to treat the opposite sex with respect and honor, and it's time for us to really demonstrate what chivalry really looks like My chivalry is alive and well. Mm. And so when we first started talking about it, it, like we didn't have songs on the radio, really. And it had gotten to a point where it had become such a big deal that people would leave the shows like, hey, thanks for the concert. Now, what you said in the middle about the priceless movement, I absolutely love. I've never heard anybody talk about that. And so we realized that this was not just like a good speech, that, that, they, that, that society really, really struggling with their ident- identity and their worth. Mm. And so our older brother, Ben is a film director. And we went to him and we said, hey, man, we've got this idea. What do you think about making this into a movie? Mm. And he said, hey, sign me up. Let's, let's do this thing. And so for a few years, we wrote scripts. We, uh, uh, we raised money and we made this movie called Priceless. So that really takes on a, 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 it follows a character who is played by my brother, Joel, he is uh, in a hes a down-and-out dude in a very, very difficult financial situation, and he's desperately in need of money. And so a guy comes to him and says, hey, you just need to take this, this box truck from A to B, and you're going to get paid a lot of money. But you can't ask any questions. And he says, well, it's not drugs, right? He goes, no, it's not drugs. And so on the course of the trip, he realizes uh, that he shouldn't really be doing it, but he's doing it for the money. And he realizes that he's actually not uh, carrying a product or, or, or anything. He's actually, he's actually carrying two girls. And he mm-hmm. actually, unbeknownst to himself, sells these ladies into, into slavery. And so the story is about how he tries and goes about rescuing these girls. Mm-hmm. And really, the, the whole idea is for, for us to be able to illustrate in an actual movie what it means, uh, what, what, what a, a human life is worth. It's absolutely precious.
0: Mm-hmm. It was a powerful, powerful movie and just powerful concept um, behind it. And you hear, you know, it's like you can't go anywhere without hearing about the sex trafficking and. And stuff like that that is going on, and really, I'm so grateful that there are so many giants of the faith that are taking a stand like y'all to really combat that. It's um, it's amazing. But people don't know their worth anymore. They don't. I don't know that we ever do. I think that is the one thing that, especially with women, that Satan wants to tell us that we are not worth what God sees us as as worth. And um, you know, we we I was at a women's conference this week. And um, it's so funny that you say we had to w- sing at women's conferences. And I'm like, that's all I go to. <laughs> but, and we love you. We love you guys when, when y'all come. But um, anyway, my daughter, she's 11. And there were several speakers. I mean, Priscilla Schreier, Holly Wag. I mean, these guys are like, they're amazing. Like mic drop speakers. And um, Holly got up and she talked about the worth. And I, my daughter came home and she said, I said, what was the thing that God really spoke to you about? And she said, Mom do you know how much I'm worth? Do you know that I got that God values me? And I'm sitting here going, haven't I told you that like a hundred times? And she's like, I know, but the way she put it was just so amazing. And so it's like young women, 11 year old daughter to older women, they're they're they they need to know how much they're worth. So thank you guys, just uh, you know, from the public's perspective for doing that movie and doing it well and really valuing that scene that as a need and and feeling that need that's that's incredible. Um, okay, so I gotta go on to the next thing that you guys are doing. um but by the way, if you're just uh, joining us, we're uh, talking to um Luke Smallbone. Uh, he is one of the members of for King and Country have so much going on I really like follow them on social media y'all you know download their albums um, you know go see the priceless movie get the priceless movie now it's probably out you can get it now but um, these guys are really doing stuff for the Lord and I can even Luke here in your heart as we've been talking um, I could just I can feel the Lord in in our conversation definitely uh, from what the things that you were saying Uh, tell me about the new album that's releasing in 2018 did I hear a little birdie tell me you're really
1: an album? <clears throat> uh, so in 2018, we, we've uh, over the last six months, we have actually been working on uh, a new album, uh, which for us is a long, kind of drawn-out process. The time it's not very easy, uh, <laughs> but we uh, at March, April uh, is planned. We're thinking about releasing some uh, some new music, so we're very, very excited to kind of. Kind of showcase all the things that God's been doing in our lives, and obviously, hopefully, some new sounds that uh, maybe you haven't heard before.
0: Now, and and that should get everyone who's listening really excited. You know, you got some new stuff coming out, but you also have a Christmas album coming out. And when when is that coming out? What's the date of that?
1: You know what? I really should know the answer to that question. <laughs> maybe um,
0: maybe I should uh, know the answer to that question too. It's coming uh, out very maybe soon. maybe when it
1: gets close to Christmas.
0: No, I uh, don't know. <laughs> you know what, Luke? I got your back. October twenty seventh. That's when it's there coming out. There we go.
1: <laughs> I should really know that. That's five days after my uh, my birthday. So I, that's what that's going to be my trigger. From now on, i say five days off my birthday, October 27th. Happy birthday. Hey, oh, I got no, that's your really back. Bad. That, man, that shows you my, uh, my imagination
0: right there. <laughs> hey, you know, it's all right. Like, you really, you release movies and going on tour and all this stuff. I got your back on the day. I knew I Thank had it somewhere. Thank you very much.
1: I appreciate that.
0: So, a Christmas album I'm obsessed with. I'm going to buy it, like, on October 27th, Luke. That's when I'm going to buy it. Um, what what? Can you tell us some of the songs that are on it?
1: We have, well, we, we've been able to kind of merge some different things. We've been able to do some live songs, some of the originals that we've done. So we, we wrote a song called Baby Boy, it's a Christmas song. We also have another original called Glorious, it's going to be on there, along with Angels We Have Heard on High. Uh, we're going to have Joy to the World, it's going to be on there. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. Uh, I know there's many, many more, but I, that's also slipping my mind.
0: That's okay. Um, but yes,
1: it, it's going to be it's going be a very, a very very special. My, Christmas music is such a big deal in my family. My wife nearly listens to Christmas music all year round. I love it. And we watch Elf <laughs> like 13 times before we even get to Christmas. So oh, that's how important Christmas is to uh, our family. And it's gotten to the point where my oldest son, uh, I think he embodies Elf. Like he literally, I'll, I'll, I'll take him outside and I'll be like, hey man, You want want me to show you this piece, this rock? He's like, Dad, this is a rock. (laughs) This is amazing. And he's just like, Ow, it's the craziest thing in the world.
0: Wait, did you say that your son's name is Jude?
1: His name is Jude. My
0: son's name is Jude. I have a Jude.
1: they're anointed kids. Uh,
0: God, amen. 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 I, and my Jude's kind of like that, too. Everything is amazing. Maybe it's just kind of the name.
1: Well, the name, you know what the name means, right? Do you know what the, the name Jude means?
0: Um, praise? Does it mean praise? Praise
1: and thanksgiving. Yeah. So every time Jude sees something, he usually is like, oh. <laughs> He's so special, you know. Like it's just the way he is. It's just the cutest thing in the world.
0: I'm so glad I remembered that his name meant ju- meant praise. How how bad would that have been if I'm like, no, I don't know. That would have been bad, bad mom, bad mom. Moment. Well, you know what?
1: <laughs> I didn't remember when our album was releasing, so I think we're all good.
0: <laughs> That's true. That's true. Okay. Okay. So I'm obsessed. A glorious Christmas. You're going on tour. That, that, okay, so I didn't do that very well. You're releasing uh, your Christmas album, October 27th, yeah. remember? Yeah. And then um, a glorious Christmas tour, and you'll be on tour with Casting Crowns. Isn't that awesome? I mean, I know you guys have done stuff in the past, but this is going to be a powerful, a powerful tour, right?
1: Oh, it is, yeah. Look, uh, Christmas tours have become fewer things in the world to do. And so for us, we've done Casting Crowns for, for a long time. What's ironic about that? is our sister was touring many, many years ago, and Constant Crown's first tour that they ever did was <laughs> opening for my sister, which is just uh, a full-circle awesome. moment. Then we went out and we toured with them at one point, and now we're doing kind of a co in uh this Christmas, which will be amazing. I mean, look, I can't think of a better a better thing to celebrate. No. You know, it, we, we, we get to the cross via the birth of yeah. Jesus, right? And yeah. so for us to be able to celebrate his life and just be able to, to be able to reminisce and talk about these stories and uh, sing these classic, amazing
0: songs. I just, I, we're excited about it. So, are the are the tours? Uh, is the tour dates and stuff on y'all's website for KingandCountry.com? Yes, okay, yep. so um, check out their tour dates. Um, definitely buy a ticket. Take your family. I mean, this is something that you can. I know when we podcast this out, this is going to go. This is going to go everywhere. Um, I'm sure they'll be everywhere. G- grab a ticket. This could be something that you guys do with your family at Christmas. I know for my family with. My four kids. We are always looking for something that lifts up the name of Jesus and lifts up, you know, what Christmas is about. Uh, yeah, I love Elf, and I love—I mean, I love the Hallmark Channel Christmas movies. We
1: watch those
0: every year. I think they already started. Actually, maybe I'll go home and watch. them. They one. probably have. They probably have. But I want you guys um, to to buy a ticket to this. Come see them. Uh, it's it's definitely going to be powerful. You, Luke, um, for King and Country is going to be at the state. Wait, how did I, I don't even know how to say it. State Fair of Texas.
1: Texas.
0: State Fair of Texas, October 21st. Uh, Yep. It's like a religion here. I know I told you before we, we went on air. It's like a religion. Everybody goes. It is a tradition for Tex, And you know how hardcore Texans are about Texans in Texas. Um, you know, there will be a lot of people come out. But, hey, listen, to those of you that are listening, if you're wondering what date should I go to the state fair when? I know my we were actually just talking about this yesterday. When do we need to go? How October twenty first, um, because you need to come and see for King and Country in concert. No doubt they will bless your heart. I mean, they're coming to God's country, which is Dallas, <laughs> Texas. So uh, I want you to come out and support them. Hey, you know what, Luke? Thank you so much for being on our show. You are just you're just a little treat. I really appreciate. Oh, you
1: are it. so sweet. Well, you have been a little treat for, for us. <laughs> as well, you've been uh. Uh, The energy that you embody, I'm going to take into my house now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Great. There you go. (laughs) Well, you know what, Luke? We love you, and we love for King and Country, and God bless you and your family and those three adorable children, and we will be buying your Christmas album, buying tickets for the tour, and going to the State Fair October 21st. I can't wait. Now I know what date we're going.
1: There you
0: go. Thank you so much, Luke, and thank you for listening to the Autumn Mile Show out there. We got another great show coming at you tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next
1: time for the Autumn Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.